0: Hello out there and welcome again, my name is Sharon Froshin. I am the Chief Operating Officer of the Discover Your Path U you platform where we believe that every life can teach and everyone can grow. To that end, I am also the host of this show, The Connection Sessions, where we bring together entrepreneurs, marketers, practitioners, artists, spiritualists, students, and mentors in an effort to connect to community, learn from each other, and grow. With me today is one of my favorite peeps on the planet. This is Angela Brooks-Reese, who is just an amazing hypnotist. And I would describe her, to a certain extent, as a bit of a perpetual student when it comes to a life coaching field. She is constantly curious about studying new things, uh, understanding new things that she discovers in her field. So I thought it would be a great idea to bring someone on today who is constantly looking for new things to study in their field to talk about how that curiosity keeps us fresh and keeps us inspired in our industry. So Angela, dude, thank you so much for being with me here today. If you wouldn't mind just sharing with the audience really quickly, how is it that you came to life coaching and where is it that you think that you get just this insatiable sense of curiosity
1: from? Thank you for having me, Sharon. My pleasure, love. I have no idea, but it's (laughs) food. It's like more necessary than food. I could go with food before I could go without curiosity. I think.
0: Wow, that says a lot. So, how did you come to life coaching and hypnosis?
1: A roundabout path, looking Mm -hmm. for that thing, looking for that thing that that fed my soul.
0: Gotcha. So how does it feed your soul?
1: Because it's an ongoing curiosity. Like you said, the more I learn, the more I want to learn. Each thing leads me to something else, which leads me to something else. And I'm beginning to see the bigger picture of how it all leads to the same place basically. And there's so many paths to get there and they're all so fascinating.
0: Yeah. I love the way that you study inductions because the induction that you taught me to help with insomnia at night when I'm struggling to go back to sleep after getting up and going to the bathroom or hearing a noise outside has always really helped me. So how is it that you think that being curious as a hypnotist when it comes to any subject, but for you, especially inductions, how has that helped you with kind of keeping your options open when it comes to
1: having all kinds of different tools to work with? It gets difficult. I think, more than anything else, it's what is in front of me at the moment, the person that's in front of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how does that, it, I wait for inspiration, I guess. Sort of the right thing with the right person. And would you agree that inspiration doesn't do you any good if you haven't done studying? Uh, yeah, you kind of have to know. <laughs> I've <have> actually <laughs> been in that position where I've had inspiration and no ideas <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> That's, I can imagine
0: that, that might be kind of frustrating for a hypnotist. Definitely. So one of the things that I understand about hypnotism is that a lot of it is in the way that you carry yourself in a session. So in other words, if you are with a client, especially a client who might be a little bit more on the, hmm, the speculative side of hypnotism, if you come across as somebody who's really nervous about your craft, that that actually
1: downsizes your chances of actually bringing them into a hypnotic trance. Is that correct? I would imagine it would because they feel your energy. Mm -hmm. People, when you're in a room with someone, you know what's going on with them, whether they realize you do or not. doesn't matter what the act is. Something doesn't feel right. And I think it's really important to get in touch with our inner senses of how does this feel? How am I feeling right now? And that's what I try to bring people's attention to is what's going on. Just notice, because we don't notice, we don't notice the simplest things like our hand on the table to just stop and notice and, and become aware of the sensations in our body so that we have a sense of what's going on outside of us does that make
0: sense it totally does that, that I that idea and that experience of space both within the body and outside of the body is something that really brings that mind body coherence into a into a client when you agree Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely
0: so in the life coaching industry because it's so cerebral on one side and it seems to be divided from the other side that tends to be more spiritual there always seems to be one camp or the other One of the things that I've noticed, and I don't know if this is true in hypnotism or not, and you can tell me, is that you're just supposed to pick something and specialize in it. And one of the things that I love about you is that you do use that sense of how does this feel? How does this work for me? And when something doesn't work for you, rather than clinging to it for dear life, you're willing to let that go and try to find something else that does feel right. So in hypnosis, is is it as much of a push to you've got to just pick pick one and stick with it or do you find that it's more fluid in being able
1: to explore what really works for you i believe that one would be more up to the individual Mm -hmm. because to pick one and have it just work it has to resonate with you you have to be okay with it and some people find something that works for them right off the bat and that's wonderful i and one of those kind of people and this is just me because I always I used to have to when I was younger I would force myself to stay at a job for a year so that I could put one year on the resume when I start a job I'm very excited about it mm-hmm. and I want to learn everything about it and after a while okay I got it so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I it was so hard because I love learning. So that's my I think yeah. I'm just a perpetual learner because I enjoy the actual process of learning. I enjoy new information and and bouncing ideas off of old ideas and seeing how they're actually similar. What are the similarities? What are the differences and how do those differences what are the differences that the differences make?
0: Wow. So, so you sound a lot like Vicky Coombs who was on the show. I believe last week, no, it was at the beginning of this week, and she talks about being a hummingbird. And a hummingbird is that person that we don't last very long, and I'm also one. We don't last very long as far as like, if you were to look at my life where stability is concerned, I'd probably get an F rating because I don't stick with any one thing very long. I'm extremely intelligent. I pick things up extremely quickly. And as a result, when I no longer am curious about that subject, I'm done learning because I'm not the kind of person that has the wherewithal to just stick and learn and learn and learn if that fire of curiosity isn't there. So it's really interesting to hear you talk about that because I think a lot of hummingbirds like you, I, and Vicki get labeled by society as like weak need, not being able to stick with things. But I think it's literally the curiosity that is our superpower.
1: Yes. I would agree with that. I love that analogy. I love that hummingbird. Yeah, it is because, you know, we like your voracious desire for
0: learning is very much a hummingbird thing. Hummingbirds eat, I think, up to five times their body weight in a day <laughs> in nectar <laughs> because we're so busy running from thing to thing that at any given time we need just a, just an insane amount of information or whatever it is that we're consuming to keep us afloat. It's really interesting, that analogy, isn't it? it is so how would understanding yourself as a hummingbird help you or anybody else who tends to be more like us not judge ourselves so harshly for investing in our curiosity rather than the end result
1: well my justification is you can never invest any investment that you make in yourself is never lost
0: Mm, very
1: true I think we carry it beyond this lifetime and that makes me happy to think that. So I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. And you never know where something that I've picked up might touch somebody else's life. And, and it seems sometimes that what I'm studying, somebody will come along. And what I'm studying is appropriate to share with them at that point in time. And it hits the mark for them.
0: You've and certainly done fun. that with me. So, there's I remember, reasons. I remember you introducing me to the Lefko Method. And I remember your absolute joy in me discovering that I am the creator of all of my own bullshit during the Lefco Method and that almost like a cackle that you were laughing as it dawns on my face. That my famous cackle. <sighs> wait. <laughs> but the amazing thing is I actually went back and used the Lefco Method the same day that I decided to start writing my book, it was like, you know what? I need to go back and I need to do this on the my importance, on not being important, which relates to not having anything to say. And it was going back and doing that on the same day that I started writing this book that really had me, like I, I'm almost finished with the first draft. And I, honestly, as a hummingbird, that's next to impossible for me prior to this, because Sticking with any one thing was difficult for me, but in recognizing through that Leftco method that that belief that I had assigned that I'm not important just because my parents couldn't pay attention to me 24-7 when I was a kid doesn't mean that my message isn't important. So I think what a lot of us life coaches fail to understand is that sometimes our study and the things that we're doing actually creates that end result that we're looking for but it's done through a middleman. We affect the life of another person who goes on to affect dozens of their own clients with the wisdom that we gained that maybe they don't have the
1: curiosity to go looking for. I love that. That is exciting. Right? Absolutely. Because when you that think is... about one of us, you
0: know, who's like, I'm, I, I'm perpetually studying everything. I just got through voraciously listening to every single thing I could find on Alan Watts. Then I found that, you know, I was listening to Alan's same exact speeches over and over again. And I was like, well, now I need something else. And now I've just really <laughs> started getting into Joe Dispenza. And the funny thing about this is is that like Shannon Zarnsey's been trying to get me to listen to Joe Dispenza since the day that I met her. And I've been like, I not not now, not now. Well, I just started listening to it and I'm like, damn, why the hell didn't I listen to Shannon? So now I'm listening to Joe Dispenza and I bought a couple of his meditations. But what I find is every piece of information that I just learned, it's like the universe just loves me so much. Because if I didn't learn that piece of information before what I'm learning now, it wouldn't have the same profound and bro- you know, like broad effect in my understanding without those previous pieces of information. So are you someone like me who because I spend so much time studying beats myself. Do do you have a problem with that like I do where it's like, I go back and forth with it,
1: but I agree with you with what you just said, that without the layering of information, it means something different. And so you weren't ready for Joe Dispenza until you were ready for Joe Dispenza. I'm not sure anybody's actually ready for Joe Dispenza. I'm reading Katie Bryant, Byron, Byron Katie. Sorry, uh, she's been my latest passion. She's kind of interwoven in with everything, and I, she has the same principles as the Lefko method.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm kind of wondering if he didn't pick up some of his from her. If it was just sometimes they say things come down, very similar uh, results with different methods, but both very effective methods. Mm.
0: That's somebody that you've been trying to get me to plug into and I still as of yet haven't. So I know at
1: some point it's going to be like whenever you're ready. And I've now expiring Katie just recently, now it's coming in and I'm getting the message. Whereas the first time I saw it, you can only see what you're ready to see when you're ready to see it. Very true.
0: I do remember the video that you gave to me right after I left my relationship. That was her interviewing the woman who was trying to <laughs> basically say that her boyfriend, who she was just ultra jealous over having a female friend, it was all his fault and they were doing this to her on purpose. And then her ending up saying, oh, I'm so grateful for him for his friend and just sitting there going, wow, that's quite a transformation
1: in a short period of time. It's amazing. It really is. And I'm beginning to understand it. And I just, the more I'm understanding the the, the deeper I'm going down that rabbit hole, it's one that I'm fascinated with.
0: Mm. You and I are a lot alike in that your sun sign is Scorpio and my moon sign is Scorpio. So we're both people who love to explore the depths of things, which Definitely. must be interesting. I, I don't know if it is for you. It is for me as a hummingbird, somebody who likes to flit along the surface that, I skip from thing to thing, but while I'm in that thing, I am like,
1: 100%. Yeah. Like
0: (laughs) cannot be pulled out of it. Don't want to discuss another thing, but this, please don't try to get me interested in anything else. And every single one of my friends in my immediate circle, every discussion group, every family member, you are all going to hear about it until
1: I'm done (laughs) studying. (laughs) That's true. I'm adding other things to it. I've, I've discovered Alan Carr. So easy way to quit wow. smoking. Mm-hmm. And this one is actually animated, which is awesome. So that I can, I can check things out in between. Oh, cool. But it's, it's interesting to put the things together. So how can I use Byron Katie with Alan Carr to kind of put a whole picture together for somebody, um, either quitting smoking or something else that they want to do. And those belief changes underneath of everything that we want to do, whether it's eating or smoking or, Um, whatever our compulsions are that are driving us to discover what those are have tips and techniques but to be able to get underneath the belief of of it all right of where it came from that's the I think the human psyche is kind of the the driving how do we work isn't it fascinating
0: it really is. That's one of the things that I love about Joe Dispenza is the way he teaches it, but also the Lefko method really helped me with the latter. Like my book is in several sections, and one of the sections is on how you are the creator of your world and how meaning gives, you know, birth to belief, which gives birth to thoughts, which gives birth to emotional reactions, which is in turn our entire experience. Like thoughts are the currency of the mind and emotions are the currency of the body. It's how we experience. It's how we interact with the world. And had I never been introduced to the Leftco method, my understanding of how those things link together wouldn't be here to write a section of that book. So I love the way that when you're as curious as we are, instead of investing in, well, I have to do a certain thing with this information, understanding that hummingbirds don't make nests in the same way that birds... Of other feathers do, you know, these huge nests. They make these teeny tiny little nests, and most of their time and energy is spent in something that doesn't actually help them, which is germinating other flowers because they drink so much nectar. They're constantly going from flower to flower to flower to flower to flower. And outside of bees, they germinate more flowers than any other species. Hmm. And it's interesting to kind of overlay that in life coaching where you and I. I moved away from the majority of my clientele in California, but I still genuinely believe that I affect clientele just through that middleman of the life coaches whose lives I change and alter. So I love being able to have that idea of still having a hand in interpersonal change by being present for the changes in other life
1: coaches. I love that. That makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? It does
0: kind of takes that weight off people like us who are more into curiosity than we are into solid results and that we get to participate in results without having to give away what is our superpower, which is that curiosity, that desire to consume and to learn.
1: Well, and when you say solid results, that word sticks out to me because I do believe there are solid results. I don't necessarily get to see the end result, but there's definitely a difference. Yeah. And we're dominoes when we participate in somebody's life course we all are, are kind of touching each other and where our dominoes fall when when you say um, that that final result we don't always get to be at the last domino to see the final result right but we have to know that that our contribution set up the dominoes for that last domino to fall
0: absolutely and, and that I, was,
1: it's so important Mm -hmm. and it's okay it's just okay to be the first domino or the middle domino yeah we don't always get to see that end domino but we know that our participation mattered
0: that authenticity that owning your your part in the stage growth for another human being right yeah Well, Angela, thank you so much for being here with me today. I always really appreciate talking to you. You make me laugh. You keep me interested. And you always bring me some of the best stuff to study. So I really appreciate that. (laughs) To all of our viewers who joined us here today, thank you so much for being with us. And if you come by and you catch this video after we're no longer live, drop us a hashtag replay and let us know that that you were here. Angela's contact information is in this live as well as her website and her Facebook page. So do go by and visit it if you've heard something that it, you know resonates with you, which is what Angela is all about. If you are somebody who is like us, who is curious and loves to learn and kind of feels a little bit about being driven to do specific things at specific times. Get a hold of one of us and find out how you can start embracing that authenticity of your curiosity instead of trying to toss it to the side to be what other people want you to be. So guys, it has been fantastic being here with you all week. As always, we will be back on Monday, same time, same place. And you know, I love you. Bye.
1: Thank you, Sharon.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure, love.